0: Welcome to another episode of Laguna Beach the podcast. This week we are going to be talking about, as you all know, my favorite episode, the Fiesta episode. Now, to be honest, I wish the whole episode was just Fiesta because let's be clear, that's like my favorite Laguna episode ever. Like I just said, it's my favorite episode, but I think it deserves its own full episode. And I wish we could somehow get some unseen footage from that because I feel like there's a lot they're not telling us. And I'll get into that more once, you know, I'm talking about the episode and everything. Just want to say this week, I put up a meme about like what cafeteria table you'd sit at. And everyone got so mad that I put Whitney with Spencer and Heidi, but it's not real life. (laughs) I appreciate everyone who played along. And I almost forgot about Whitney, to be honest, as I've said, like, I like Whitney, but she's kind of like a lamp. Like I enjoy her, but I don't Think about her that often, so I almost didn't even put her on the um, map. But I put her there, and the only spot I could really put her was with Spencer and Heidi, which caused some drama with some people because they thought Gem Bunny should be at the Spencer and Heidi table. And to be honest, they're probably right. You guys were right with that one. And then people got upset that I post didn't have Casey on it, or Morgan, or Christina. And I'm like, whenever I post Casey, Morgan, or Christina, a lot of you guys are just straight up haters. <laughs> So maybe that's why I forgot to put them there. We did great though. It was a really fun table thing. I think that I would sit with Kendra, Courtney, and Cami, or Alex Morgan Taylor. Those two tables seem like my kind of tables. I mean, the Shannon table would be a lot of fun, but I think, I mean, I mean, I have sat at the table with Courtney, Kendra, and Cami, and they are a good time. They're a lot of fun. and I don't think they're judgmental at all, but yeah, I'm going with that table. Second table would be Alex, Taylor, and um, Morgan. But seriously, thank you to everybody who played along and didn't complain, really appreciate that. I'm trying not to let like negative comments get to me as much, but I feel like the past week or two, I've been a little bit more on edge. Anyway, back to the Fiesta episode. It's called Don't Hate the Game, and we all know it starts with the fantastic opening with Alex H. and Jessica talking about hating the game and hating the player, and to be fair, I also hate both, but they completely butcher the saying. As we all know, it's don't hate the player, hate the game, and I actually did record it, so um, I feel like the sound wasn't as bad last time. It's just like There's a lot of background noise, and I think it's because they're always filming on the beach, which I guess would make sense. But I feel like that's why there's so much background noise. So let's give it a go. We're going to see how it sounds, and we're going to listen to these two completely butcher a very simple saying. But they're both so confident about it. Like, it's like, yeah, I guess I would believe you guys. What's that saying? It's like, don't hate the player, hate the game. Is that how it goes? Don't hate the game, hate the player. Don't hate the game, hate the player. Yeah, I hate the game. Look, I like you, I don't like you. Why does he have to mess with you? I hate if that. If there was an answer to oh that, my, God. my, like, problems would be solved. And it sucks because, like, you know how the girl can play the game, too? Like, I don't know how to play the game. I don't know how to play the game I, do that. I don't know how I to play like the game. I feel like every time if I, like, talk to a guy, I screw it up somehow because I'm not playing the game Because you don't know how to play the game. That's actually that. the exact same way. I hate that. Whatever, I need to learn how to play the game. Yeah. Don't hate the game. Hit the player. Let's play <laughs> the game with the boy. Seriously, I love that scene so much. And I feel like Jessica and Alex's friendship doesn't get enough credit, but I feel like they were really good friends and really funny together just because they would say, like, really dumb things. (laughs) And I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean that in, like, a teenager way. I'm not saying they're dumb or anything. I'm just saying, like, they would always just joke with each other. Whereas with Kristen, you know, obviously she was there to provide drama, and they were kind of like the comic relief which I love, and you all know Alex H is my favorite, so. So after that scene, we have Kristen and Alex decorating for their raging fiesta that they're going to throw. They have, like, all these little banners. They have Mexican flags. They have a little sign that's, like, a green pepper that says, Happy Fiesta. And if you see, there's a mad TV skit called Laguna Beach, which is where I got, you know, my Instagram name and everything, and they rip apart the fiesta. They put up, like three different things and they're like, "Ugh, I'm so bored. Oh my God, I'm out of breath. That was so difficult. <laughs> and it's funny because that's kind of how they were. Like, they're like, we put so much work into this and they hung like five things maybe. And the pinata, I guess, would be a lot of work. I wouldn't want to hang a pinata. So we have Alex H., she's making drinks behind a plant and we got a good Billy glamour shot. You know, we love her little Chihuahua, Billy and his rhinestone collar that says Billy on it. I I love Billy, and I remember during the live, she was like, oh, someone brought up Billy. He was such a good dog. Kristen gets a phone call, or she calls Talon, I should say, and tells him that Morgan can come, but none of her friends can. So there's definitely still tension between the cliques, I think it's kind of like funny how an episode ago they were all getting along in Cabo and now this they're kind of like back to hating one another but let me get that clip I tried to do more clips guys because I know you guys have asked for them I'm sorry that they're not like the best quality clips but I am trying I tried to do my little Kristen impression no I didn't I just said it in my own voice but let's hear the queen herself say it I never said hold on, hold on. It's not my house. Well she can come, she, she can. tell She's more than welcome to come. She can come. Morgan can come, but she can't bring all of her friends. Don't get me in the middle of this. I tell Ta- Morgan just, can come. Morgan can, can come. Tell him. Morgan can come, but she can't bring all of her friends. Okay, so not the best sound quality, but not that bad. But you can hear um Alex stirring her drink or stirring her margarita. So I'm like, ugh, if microphones were only a little bit better back then, I wouldn't we wouldn't have to hear that. But it's okay. Just It makes you picture it. It makes her you see her big green plastic cup filled with alcohol. And then after that, they just sit there and go, "Okay, let's party. Also, one thing I thought was interesting was the fiesta started at 2.30. That's an early time for a fiesta, if you ask me. But then again, I guess like day drinking. If I day drink now, I am not going out at night. That's something I've learned recently, actually. Like, if I'm drinking during the day, I am going to bed at 8 p.m., probably waking up at 5 and hating my life. I made this meme. I didn't put it up because I know not everyone loves Taylor Swift as much as I love Taylor Swift. But it's like from her need to calm down video, and she's wearing the um, eye masks for when you sleep that just say calm down. It's like when your internal body clock wakes you up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday. Me. You need to calm down. It's not that funny, but I just I I thought it was funny. So I put on Twitter and that's where most of my memes go on Twitter, like before I put them on the page. So that's Laguna Biatch IG. If you want to follow it. Great. I am crazy on Twitter. Like I am straight up mental. And I always say like the Twitter fam knows because they see me go through like a mental breakdown. And then I'm like, hey, guys, I'm back. Thanks. Sorry about that. Again, therapy. I need it. (laughs) Alex and Kristen kind of go into why they didn't invite Alex. Alex M and Taylor and Alex H sorry with like the two same Alexes, I always get a little tongue tied and I apologize but Alex H said that they both had parties and didn't invite them so it's not a big deal that they're having this party and not inviting you know Alex M and Taylor which I get like hell yeah if someone doesn't invite you to their party you don't invite them to yours it's called being petty and doing a good job at keeping grudges it's from Big Little Lies she's like I love my grudges I tend to them like little pets which is me. I wish I didn't hold grudges, but I do. I still remember people who were mean to me in third grade and everyone's like, you need to let that go to make you a happier person. I'm like, no, I feed off that hate energy. That's what I do. So whenever I post about like Fiesta or the winter formal, a lot of people comment about how much they drank. And I don't know if people like just didn't have high schools where people drank. I feel like my high school, people drank all the time. I'm gonna tell you guys something really gross girls used to do, okay? Get ready, like- this is really disgusting, so I'm giving you this heads up. If you want to skip like 15 seconds, you can. I also don't know how true it is, but I feel like it's kind of true. But girls used to dip their dip like a tampon in vodka and then insert it. Yeah, that was like a rumor, but I also feel like it was true. But in my high school, like we had to be breathalyzed before prom before they let us in. And what happened before, it was like girls would put um alcohol in their perfume bottles. And then drinking throughout the night, like going to the bathroom and spray perfume, alcohol in their mouth. I remember a girl, she got suspended for like two weeks because she got caught doing that. She was a freshman or sophomore and she was dating a senior and she did that. And she was out of school for a while, even before like graduation. I guess my grade was really bad. Like 2009 Hanover High School is one of the worst grades to ever go through Hanover, as we were told many times. But we a lot of people drank. I didn't drink in high school. But I know a lot of people did. So I'm always kind of surprised when they're like, where were their parents? Blah blah blah, And I'm like, if a high schooler wants to drink, guess what? They're going to drink and they're going to figure out like whose parents aren't home. And I'm sure Alex H's parents were probably like, what the fuck? This makes us look terrible. This is our home and you are wasted. I don't know. Did you guys have like a high school with a lot of people who drank? I remember we had four days left to senior year in this kid. He was always kind of like a troublemaker. He got caught drinking and driving. As he pulled onto the school parking lot. So he got like drinking, driving on school property. So he got in a lot of trouble, couldn't walk at graduation. But I think now he's a lawyer or something. I know he went into the military. I think he went to law school. I don't know. So good for him for turning his life around. He was a dick though. He used to like steal lunches from people's lockers, which I thought was really awful. Like that meant those people didn't have lunch. Okay. Enough about Hanover High School. We're talking about Laguna Beach High. okay, Kelly, stop trying to make Hanover High happen. It's not going to happen. So after the fiesta prep, we're at the Conrad Castle, as you know, I love to call it, because that is a fucking mansion. Like when you're driving on the highway in Laguna and see that, you're like, wow, there it is. There are the palm trees that Jim Conrad had shipped in. But it's Elsie and Bunny, Miss Jim Bunny. They're packing for her work trip to San Francisco. I almost said San Diego. Nope. San Francisco. And she's going there for a trunk show. And she explained it. She said it's like all of their colors and sizes of all their clothes. I'm saying it wrong, and I'm sorry. It's like their whole fashion line they're showing, I guess. And where they're showing, it's called the grocery store in San Francisco. Not sure if it's still open. Didn't Google that. Gem Bunny asks Lauren if she has any plans to see Steven. She was like, oh, I hadn't thought of that. I guess guess I'll reach out to him. So she gives him a call, and they make plans to see for dinner. And Jen Bunny goes, dinner is friends, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I can remember rooting for them so hard. I'm like, this is it. This is going to be the trip where they fall in love and they're going to be together and everything's going to make sense. And then my icon on AIM is going to be a picture of them kissing because we'll finally get one of those. And I'm so excited. That was 13, 14 year old me just like hyping it up. Like, fuck yeah, Lauren and Steven are going to get together and it is time. We've been waiting for this, guys. Okay, boring scene. Back to the fiesta. Back to the party. The guests have started to arrive. It's exciting. We have Jessica, Talon, Cedric, Jason, Jeff, Emily, the savior of Cabo. Good guest list. Wish Morgan S was there. Would love to see some Morgan S. Well, obviously not Taylor and Alex M. They are not invited. Cammie and Kendra would have been a great addition, but they were busy. They couldn't make it. So Talon walks in and drunk Kristen... Oh Talon's here (laughs) and I never caught that and then a follower her name's Rye and then like three two something she pointed out to me and I'm like wow that is really funny Ooh, Talon's here it's the best and you can tell Talon does not want to be there and one thing remember when I said I think they're keeping things from us one thing I noticed is there is a lot of lollipop action in this party I have never seen a party with so many lollipops and I understand they could have candy because the pinata, but all I'm saying is that there is a lot of lollipop action, which makes me wonder if they're doing more than just drinking. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I hope so. So Jessica and Kristen have a barely coherent heart to heart and it's so adorable. It's barely coherent on Kristen's end. Jessica seems pretty damn sober and she's just like letting Kristen go. So get ready. Because I got another sound clip for you guys. I told you I would try and do more. And I promise you. Actually, this is the last one for this podcast. But I promise you I'm going to do more. And then when we get into the hills, like, I'll be able to do more as well. So. I'm really upset. And I know it's because of Jason. Jessica Smith, like, listen to me for a still think like I have feelings for Steven, but it's like not even one Like, you have feelings for someone, but and they come back. But the thing is, is like you have feelings for Jason, but it's not like you want to be with him. Yeah. Feelings, it's yeah. not like you miss what you guys had. Yeah. You don't get mad at yourself for that, Jessica. Hello. The whole reason I wanted Steven after he was talking to Lauren because Lauren, because I couldn't have him anymore. So I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, no. I mean, you know? Or no. So, right yeah. now. There's just something so soothing about Kristen's drunk voice. I don't know if because it, it reminds me of my childhood or what, but I absolutely love Kristen's drunk voice. And even on Very Cavalry now, she does it. And I'm like, oh, it's still there. Still sounds the exact same. After the little heart to heart, it is pinata time. And we have the Miss America walk down the steps. And I don't have that clip. I'm sorry. But it goes something, Miss America, Miss America. Burp, I'm not gonna actually burp, okay? That's pretty gross, I'm not gonna really do it. Don't make, no, I'm really not gonna do it. I hate burping, I hate burping so much. And I know like some people let their burp flag fly, but I'm just, I'm not that person. Maybe if I'm home alone, but like, other than that, I'm all set with burps. So we get just like a quick moment of the beach, probably because the production was like, okay, let's stop just showing wasted teenagers. But then we have our digital camera selfie moment do you guys remember digital camera selfies like you would do your absolute best but you'd usually have to take it three times or put it on a timer and hope that you put the camera in the right spot we used to do that like every night me and my friend staff we'd always go to the mall but we'd bring like our digital camera so we could take pictures and like newberry comics or something newberry comics i'm pretty sure that's just a massachusetts like new england thing but it's kind of like, I don't know. It just has a bunch of CDs, records, posters. There's like a FYE except cooler because it's not FYE. And it's still open. Newberry Comics is still open. I don't know. Is FYE still open? Guys, I don't know. I have so many questions about FYE. I'm sorry. Did anyone ever call it FYE? I used to hate it when people would call it FYE. Oh my God. See, I get on these rants. FYE now. I'm going to be thinking about FYE for like the next three days okay back to our digital camera selfie moment Alex Jessica and Jeff are taking it and they think they have a cute picture and like Alex is like that's a good one and Jeff is like huh we look good (laughs) he's so fucked up Jeff is wasted and it's weird I feel like he looks younger than the well Jessica looks pretty young but I feel like Jeff looks way younger than like any of the other guys on the show So it's just kind of funny. And then another quick beach scene. And we find out that Alex lost her Chanel sunglasses in the ocean. How tragic. Now, are you guys ready for the fiesta drama? You guys know what I'm talking about. Kristen and Jeffrey. Jeffrey. I'm pretty sure Kristen calls him Jeffrey at one point. But let's get some drama, drama, drama going. So Kristen starts off by biting Jeff's weenus which is the ultimate flirt move. I mean, if you're gonna flirt with me, just bite my weenus, let's get going. For those of you who don't know what a weenus is, it's that little like extra skin on your elbow. So like I said, it's a big turn on, right? Rub my weenus, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She bites his weenus and he's like, ow. (laughs) Then Kristen says very loudly that she doesn't like Talon, but she cares about him. She's like, Jason, Jason thinks that I like Talon. I don't. I mean, I care about him. Yeah, but I don't like Talon. We were hooking up for like two weeks. And that's it. That is what exactly what Kristen said. Sounded just like that. So then Jeff and Kristen start sharing a lollipop. And like I said, I'm pretty sure that the lollipop is a hint that there was more than drinking. I can't confirm or deny, but... If I was looking at it, that is what I think is happening. Something more than drinking is happening. And that's why they all have lollipops. And after they share the lollipop a few times, they start making out like like hardcore. You can hear the slop noises and you're like, "Ugh!" I remember in um, Joe Millionaire. Do you guys remember that show Joe Millionaire? He like snuck off with one. of. The- I was way too young to be watching Joe Millionaire. I think I was in sixth grade when that was on. But he like snuck off with one of the girls and there was like little captions and it was like slurp, slurping noise, slurp. It's like, ugh, so gross. But they pull away and then start making out again. And I can remember letting out an actual gasp when this happened in real time, like clutch my pearls like, how dare she? And unfortunately for us, That's the end of the fiesta. And I am so many minutes in. Usually I'm like done around the 20 minute mark, but not this time, guys. I had some things to talk about. So then we go to San Francisco for like six seconds. And I wonder if Southwest was promoting like this flight or something because it's like a Southwest plane. Elsie walks into a place called the grocery shop, grocery store, and then it's over. Like, it's like, okay, guys, remember Elsie's in San Francisco. And guess what? She flew Southwest. So now we're back to Laguna. And we have a Morgan, Taylor, and Alex M. moment talking about how they heard the fiesta was lame. And Taylor was like, the guys called us because they needed other plans. And Morgan spills the news that Jeff and Kristen hooked up. Let's be clear. Morgan always had the tea. She was friends with both groups. She got along with everyone. Someone said she was prom queen. Don't know if that's true. I guess I could ask, but I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure she was just like loved by everybody, which makes total sense. She seems really likable. So she tells them, you know, Taylor goes, oh my God, doesn't Jessica like him? And then Alex M, in the way she speaks, cracks me up sometimes. She's like, that is so rude to do to Jessica. See, no feelings is what Taylor responds with. She's a bitch, dude, is what Alex says. So clearly there's some tension between the clicks. We didn't get our power click like we were hoping for. But I will take the drama, guys. I love drama. So Taylor mentions that she was with Talon when Kristen said only Morgan could go. And Morgan was like, I don't like that shit. Like, I don't like when they do stuff like that. And then Taylor quickly goes, they've declared war. Hell yeah, Taylor, they did declare war. And then we have the hangover lunch with Kristen, Alex, and Jessica. And Kristen doesn't understand why Taylor and Alex are mad at them for no invite. But Kristen announces that she's not going to the wave thing because she doesn't want to be with people that she doesn't like, basically. And Jessica says she's excited to go because she's excited to hang out with Alex and them not want to kill each other, which is a very good thing it's very positive for them and she likes Jeff too they don't bring up Kristen kissing Jeff at all it's awkward for sure like there are moments where you see Kristen just kind of looking at Jess and of course it could be production or whatever but you can tell she's kind of like please don't bring it up please don't bring it up please don't bring it up but Jessica just wants to be on better terms with Alex M and she wants to hang out with Jeff so she's going to the wave So back to Sam Fram with Elsie and Steven. He greets her with a big hug and we find out that Steven's also moving to L.A. And she's like, Steven, when I decided to go to San Francisco, you decided to go to San Francisco. I decide I'm moving to L.A. and you're going to move to L.A. Are you stalking me, Steven? And he starts, like, cracking up because hysterical. Elsie's the funniest person in the planet. We all know that. So they get to, like, a Italian restaurant, I'm assuming. And Steven opens the door for her and they get a nice spot by the window. And we find out what Elsie's been up to because we haven't seen her for a little bit. We find out that she's rarely in Laguna. We find out she goes to school in Irvine for 10 hours a day. I used to do that. I would go to school on, like, Tuesday and Thursday, make all my classes Tuesday, Thursday. But they'd be from like 9 a.m. to like 9 p.m. I'd be there all day and maybe take like a Wednesday night class or something. I don't know about you guys if you went to college, but I always liked the long classes, like the three hour ones that were once a week. I really I preferred those because, again, once a week and I was already there for so long. But I felt like the 40 minute classes I was like running across campus. So out of nowhere. where. Elsie's like Kristen's moving to LA and Steven says he and Kristen are chill but they don't really talk all the time and then we start finding about about Steven and Elsie's first kiss and it was a random kiss senior year and apparently they were looking through a yearbook trying to find someone for her to date and Elsie says it was her sweetest first kiss ever Aww. see I do still root for them like I know I shouldn't but I'm always kind of like what if what if that happened? And obviously she's with William Tell and he's a hottie and they're about to have two kids. And I do think she's having a girl. I don't know why. I think she's having a girl. She probably is going to have the baby soon, right? I feel like she was like pretty pregnant in that picture she posted. Not trying to like baby bump shame Lauren Conrad. She seemed like pretty pregnant. Again, I'm not trying to baby bump shame Lauren Conrad. I'm sorry. I feel like someone's going to get mad at me for that. Now we get the moment we've always wanted. Steven asks about them having a real relationship, and Elsie swerves the answer. She does like a little laugh and goes, I don't know. My heart, guys, when I tell you I was heartbroken, I was like, she's going to say yes. I'm like, they're finally going to be in a relationship. She's going to say yes. She did not say yes and it hurt my soul. Okay, it still hurts me a little bit even though 14 years ago and he had a girlfriend while he was making moves on Lauren. I don't care, okay? (laughs) They walk out and, of course, City by the Bay by Journey starts to play. As we all know, Journey is their song or band. Journey's their band, not their song. And we have a little romantic walk to go look at the Bay Bridge. And that's kind of it. They'd leave us there. And I remember like hoping he was going to lean in and try and kiss her. If it was now, he would have. Like thinking about reality TV right now, if it was right now, he definitely would have kissed her. And that is all we have for Elsie and Steve in this episode. As you know, we get a little bit more Elsie and Steven as the season goes on. But for now, that is all we get. But we do finally get to see the wave, which is really exciting. We're in San Diego and we see a giant, like, mechanical man-made wave next to the beach where there are real waves. But not like the wave. Because they're not as big and they're not man made, okay? The girls, right when they see it, they're like, I'm not gonna go on it. But the boys did, and Jeff definitely did the best, so it seemed from editing. Cedric, like, barely made it on. Talon did okay, and Jeff just seemed to do the best. And back in Laguna, Alex and Kristen are getting their nails done, and Kristen says she just wasn't thinking straight when she kissed Jeff. She goes, It's not like I meant to kiss Jeff. I just wasn't thinking straight, you know, and she has like those giant ass nails on. And then we're back in San Diego. And Jessica says, I want Jeff so bad. Taylor quickly goes, he likes you. And Alex asks if she's pissed about Kristen hooking up with him. And Jessica goes, I'm more like bummed because it's Kristen and Kristen's 20 times prettier than me. And Taylor, she quickly says, and I quoted this because this is one of like my favorite Taylor moments. And that's why when people are like, oh, Taylor wasn't that big on it. I'm like, you shut your mouth give Taylor that respect you're not only pretty on the outside you're gorgeous on the inside which is something she's lacking so again there's definitely some Taylor and Kristen high key issues in this episode I feel like it kind of fizzles out but they definitely have a lot of issues this episode back to the salon Kristen and Alex are just kind of like talking shit about the fake wave and Kristen's like you know what it sounds like me 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 which is kind of what Kendra and Cammy did in season three with each other. She's like me 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 me. So again, they're just like talking shit, and I think they're jealous they're not at the wave. But they're all then we're back in San Diego. It's a lot of back and forth, and I hate when they do that. Like. A really quick back and forth, especially when I'm trying to talk about the episode, (laughs) like recapping it. I'm like, they're there. They're there. They're there. They're there. They're there. They're back. Sorry, that was annoying of me. But Jessica was like, you know, Kristen assumed no one would go because she's not going. And Taylor goes, I've never met someone who has so much fun hating people. And she's like, for as much as she hates me, you think I would have like done something. And then the end of the episode is just a cute Jeff and Jess moment. Jeff and Jess. What a cute little couple name. And I wish we got to see a little bit more of them. We get to see them like going to prom and doing like a quick little makeup. But other than that, that's really it. But I would have liked to see more Jeff and Jess. And it seems like Jeff was supposed to be in the season more. But maybe his, his stuff just got cut. That's how we end the episode, guys. That is the fiesta. Now let's talk some real life, right? And by real life, I mean Teen Mom. So I said I was going to do a shallow dive instead of like a deep dive. I'm going to do a shallow jump into the teen mom world. And I actually typed up a bunch of stuff at work about it because I'm very busy. But I decided to just kind of like go. I'm not going to have a script. I'm just going to go with what I feel. So be prepared for a rant. But before I go into the teen mom rant, I want to say really quick. Obviously, this weekend has been really hard. There's been a lot of gun violence. There's been a lot of violence in general. And one of my best friends just lost her brother as well. Not from that, but from something separate. But you never know how much time you have. You never know how much time you have with the person you love. So make sure you give the people you love an extra hug today. So that's my little advice this week. I know I try and give advice every week. And just love the people you're around and love yourself and be kind to others because you never know what anyone's going through. But just hug your hug your loved ones a little bit tighter this week because I think the world kind of needs that right now as I'm about to bash the shit out of Janelle in Amber. <laughs> like I, I do all that. But now let's I'm sorry. That's like wrong of me. I feel like But anyway, they're not good people, so I don't... So I've been watching Teen Mom since, like, the beginning. I've watched Teen Mom OG and Teen Mom 2 since day one, basically. I didn't watch 16 and Pregnant, though, so I don't know what they were like on 16 and Pregnant at all. I'm only going off what I know from Teen Mom. And somebody asked me how I felt about how, like, tonight they're having Mackenzie... I want to say McGee on it, just, like, randomly... I don't know why, maybe to see if she'll fit in with Team Mom too, because Janelle's gone, but I don't know much about her. I feel like she like was a hoarder or something and I know her dog got taken away. I know her mom's really sick and I feel like MTV has always dangled this MTV money right in front of her face, which definitely isn't cool. But I don't know a ton about Mackenzie herself, so I can't comment on her. Okay, Bristol Palin, last season, mistake. I mean, I liked Bristol more than I thought I would, but... I don't like miss her or her storyline or her ex-husband who desperately needs help. Like he has survivor's guilt and he definitely needs some help. And hopefully he's finding that help off MTV because MTV doesn't like to help people. MTV doesn't care. Um, I've had a lot of people kind of talk to me about it. Not a lot, but a few people who've been on MTV and they don't do any like counseling once you get off the shows. And I feel like they should because that's when the trouble starts. But anyway, just went over Bristol, went over Mackenzie, Farah. All right. So I didn't hate Farrah as much as the rest of the world hates Farrah. I think Farrah has been really like abused her whole life and all this stuff. There's no reason to let like people use a porta potty when you have your own bathroom. I don't think she's a good person anymore. When we first found out about Derek, I had a lot of sympathy for Farrah. When like her and Deborah were going through all those fights and remember Deborah got arrested because she was like threatening to kill Farah and had a knife and the cops were ready to shoot her in the head or something. I don't know if you guys remember that story but I was like wow Farah like she might have a lot of money but that doesn't mean it's a happy home that type of thing. Once the show ended when Amber went to jail. She went nuts. She like let Sophia live with Michael and all this stuff. She was doing backdoor teen mom. And now that she's not on the show, I feel like it's really bad for her. And she's kind of gone off the rails. She has this Instagram for Sophia and she says Sophia runs it. But come on. But it's disgusting. Like some of the poses she has Sophia doing and stuff. I'm like, don't you know that there are disgusting humans on this planet? Like no 10 year old should be running that or doing whatever she's doing on it. I always talk about the celebrity blinds and there's been a lot of blinds about Farah doing yachting, like on a yacht. I feel like I never say yacht correctly. And if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like women get paid to hang out with older rich men on yachts in like the South of France. The places like that, places I'll probably never be able to afford to go unless I'm yachting myself. So remember that if you ever see me in the South of France, it's because a wealthy old man paid me to be there. He'd be like, you run a what now? But Crazy Days and Nights is where I find all my celebrity like blind gossip, which usually he's actually like pretty on point with. So yeah, that's how I feel about Farrah. I feel like there's so many layers of that pearl. And I know saying pearl, people are like, no, she's like a bitch. She's not nice. She's not a nice person and all this stuff. And you're probably right. I don't think she's nice anymore. But I think there was a part of her that was really cool. I think there was a part of her that was really hurt that she never really fit in. And I think she was really closed off with the rest of the girls. And that's why she didn't fit in. And then she just like played up the bitch role and then became like a truly bad person. And I'm not saying she's bad because she did porn or anything. I'm saying she's bad how she talked to production and everyone else and her mom and her even her daughter like. Poor Sophia. She never had a chance, dude. That's all I can think of. Speaking of saying dude in every sentence, let's talk about Janelle. I never want to talk about her again. (laughs) After this podcast, I never want to talk about her again. Janelle, again, she probably had a lot of like verbal abuse from Barbara and all this stuff, but she's always the victim. And I think that that's my biggest issue with Janelle and Amber. They're always the victim. They're never the one who did anything wrong. And the fact that like Janelle has had so many arrests but has never really done any time. Like, what the fuck is that North Carolina? And her and David are disgusting. And I really feel like one day one of them is going to snap on the land and it's going to be all over the news. And it's going to become a thing like we all knew. We all knew. But I guess you can't really do anything unless the police step in and the police can't do anything because David said he'll shoot people on site for being on his property. But yeah, I think Janelle like... I remember when Janelle was nodding off on heroin on Kiefer's shoulder. And I was like, what the fuck is MTV doing? Like, how is MTV putting this show on air right now? And I do think that, you know, people are responsible for their own actions. I do think addiction is a disease. And Janelle is definitely an addict. She'll never admit it. All she does is smoke weed, dude. That's all I do. I just smoke weed. When, like, she had all these weird ailments that nobody knew what it was. She was just doctor hopping, trying to find one that would give her a prescription. That's what I think, at least. But there's a part of me that wonders if MTV does enable these girls because they're not stopping them. There was one scene. Ryan. Ryan's the perfect scene, right? Or even... Okay, so not Ryan. I'll get to Ryan in a minute. Talking about Janelle with the gun. Like, she pulled a gun out on somebody and MTV decided to erase the footage of her pointing the gun at somebody. Janelle? Can you imagine? Like, ugh. Janelle's awful. Janelle is my least favorite. Her and Amber are pretty close to tied, but... I guess I kind of forgot about the gun incident. But she pulled a gun out right next to Jace and then left Jace in the car with the gun in her car. He could have easily grabbed that. I feel like that house is just a nightmare fuel house. Like every time I think about the land, I get nervous for poor Kaiser because he's not David's. He's Nathan's and and they hate each other. So I think it was a big mistake for the court to let the babies back onto the property. But of course... Who am I to say? I'm just watching on a TV show and following on Instagram. Let's go to Amber now, okay? Also, Janelle, I don't follow any of these girls on Instagram other than Chelsea and Macy. I just want to make that clear real quick because I feel like they're the good ones. But Amber is a lot like Janelle in the way that, you know, she has these anger issues. She has all these addiction issues and instead of, Seemingly trying to fix it, they're always the victim. They're always playing the victim. And I was really rooting for Amber once she got out of jail, like once they, or gel, as she calls it, she calls it like gel, right? I was in jail. (laughs) I was really rooting for her once she got out of prison. But I feel like right when she got with Matt, you were like, uh oh, this isn't good. Cause I think they were abusive towards each other, and Matt had like 1,400 kids that nobody knew about. But when they broke up again, I was like, oh, okay. This could be good for her. And she gets with Andrew, who seems like a solid guy. And then the most recent issue happened where she allegedly chased him around the house with a machete. And it was because he didn't get them to the fireworks quick enough. Something like that. If you read um, the Ashley, I think it's like the Ashley reality roundup but if you type in the Ashley teen mom and like Google her website will come up and she's really great like I get a lot of teen mom gossip from her but what apparently happened is Andrew made them late to fireworks and then she was pissed so he dropped her off and then he figured out a way to fireworks and when he came in she was still like going crazy And they got into the bedroom and he picked up baby James because he was crying. And Amber pulled out a fucking machete and chased them around the house. And the reason she has a machete is because she's a convicted felon and can't have a gun. She can't own a gun. Could you imagine if she had a gun, though? My God, Andrew would be dead. Probably James, too. Like, she would have shot them if she was really in that much of a rage. She was stabbing, allegedly, she was allegedly stabbing a machete through a door trying to, like, kill him. That's fucking nuts and I'll always say like thank God for Gary and Christina because those are Leah's parents at this point. Sure Amber acts like her mom and she'll buy her cool stuff but come on like Christina I love Christina I love Gary and all Amber does is sit on the couch and complain that is all that girl does. I'm like you get paid $200,000 plus to be on MTV. And all you have to do is sit on a couch and complain about your job and complain by job. I mean, complain that producers make you look a certain way when obviously you are that way. So, OK. So, yeah, that's my like Amber and Janelle thoughts. I know that they brought in two new ones. Cheyenne, who is on Are You the One? I believe I know her from the challenge. I've never watched Are You the One? But I think she's fine. And I think Corey's a nice addition because I think he's hot. <laughs> And I think Ryder's like a little cute kid. So it's all good right there, right? Brianna. I know a lot of people don't like Brianna. Brianna. I think it's Brianna. I'm going to say Brianna. I feel like I'm wrong, but I'm going with Brianna. But I think her daughters are so sweet. Her family sucks. Like her family's really not great. I think they're all really toxic. But they all just need to move out of that apartment that is so small for all of for all five of them. That's how I feel, and I know she just bought a house, so hopefully that helps things. But like when she had that Javi thing, I'm like, you're a little idiot, you're a dummy for that one. But seems like she's grown from it. The other girls, obviously Macy and Chelsea, are my favorites. I think there are a lot of people's favorites, so I don't really have anything like negative to say other than they both had bad baby daddies. But now Chelsea's with Cole, who's great. Macy's with Taylor, who's great, and. One thing that drives me crazy about Macy's storyline is it's all about Ryan. Like, I'm sure she doesn't sit there and talk about Ryan all the time production wants her to. And I cannot stand his wife, Mac, Mackenzie. I think she's one of my least favorite people on reality TV ever. She tries to act so like, it's not my fault that Ryan, and it isn't her fault that Ryan's an addict. I'm not going to say that. But she just acts like such a bitch. And remember on the um reunion she tried to make Macy feel bad because Macy knew about Ryan's drug use and didn't talk to her and Macy was like um that's your husband you have to deal with that and she thought everyone would be on her side Mackenzie did and then she got ripped apart and Macy was like you're so full of shit your eyes are brown (laughs) I love that saying. I should say that more. But when Ryan was like driving all fucked up on heroin, I didn't think that was cool. But again, like Mackenzie and Ryan were like, we're not gonna do the show anymore because how you make me look. And then I'm assuming they're like, shit, we need reality TV money. We need that MTV money. We're going back on the show. And I feel bad for like Bentley and Leah and I guess all of the kids that are on the show. I feel like all of their moms have had some some bad moments. And I guess Chelsea hasn't had like bad moments. She could be like people used to. They don't like her baby voice. And she's uh, in the earlier episodes. I think she came off as a spoiled brat. But the fact that one day Aubrey is going to watch that show and see that her dad said, I don't want it. Like, I'll sign the papers over. I don't want that baby. Like, that's hurtful. But it seems like she already kind of knows that Adam's a piece of shit. So I haven't talked about Caitlyn and I like Caitlyn. I think that. I genuinely think that she should get off reality TV. I don't think it's good for her. I don't like how much her and Tyler talk about Carly when like her adoptive parents have said, please don't. <laughs> and I know it's a part of their storyline and everything, but I just kind of feel like that's disrespectful to Brandon and Teresa. And I also think that they think when Carly turns 18, she's theirs again. I think they think Carly's going to run into their arms and she might, you know, she might want to know more about Caitlin and Tyler, but That's kind of what they seem like they're expecting and that's not fair. My cousin is adopted and he got adopted into a different family because my aunt passed away and it was a totally open adoption. But I feel like we always respected that Wendy's his mother. You know, she's my Aunt Wendy. So it's just kind of like interesting to see how other people deal with it. We see him all the time still, which is awesome. And like I said, Wendy's my Aunt Wendy now. She always has been since I was little. And it must be really tough. Obviously, they had really bad parents too, April and Butch. So I just feel like sometimes their storyline's really stagnant. Then we have good old Leah with her three girls who are hysterical. Leah, I think, has come a really long way. I'm I'm always like rooting for Leah. I can't tell the girls' names apart. There's Allie. Yeah, they all have like the same name. Addie, Allie. And they call one, I forget, I forget. I'm sorry, but they're all insane. And I just think they're really funny. And I really, really like the show. I mean, by the show, I mean, they're part of the show. They're segment of the show. And I guess Kale is the last one I'm going to talk about. I think she's really awful to Joe, who's been like a really good dad to Isaac. And she makes it sound like he's some deadbeat. I don't know. Obviously, we don't know all the complexities about it. But I just think Kale, I think Kale is a really good mom. I'll say that. But I think she's an asshole of a human. I'm not going to say like Javi was a great person, but I do think Joe deserves a little bit more than she gives. And I know that right now she's in trouble because the custody agreement. She asked Joe if she could take Isaac for the 4th of July. He said no. He wanted Isaac. She took Isaac anyway and brought him to Hawaii. So that's kind of messed up. And MTV didn't film her segments in Hawaii, so they didn't have like proof that she was in Hawaii. Like, There's photographic evidence, but nothing on camera. So MTV can't get in trouble for it. MTV's smart. They're sneaky. They're smart. They know. But I don't know. I love teen. I mean, I hate love team mom. I hate that I watch it, but I can't stop. And I think there is going to be a point where they need to stop. They need to get Amber off TV. They need to, you know, cut the cord with her. And if they want to bring Mackenzie on do that, I think they should only have four moms. I think it was better that way. I don't know why. I guess they are never sure if they need to swap out a cast member. For going fucking crazy, I guess. That's why they keep it. But that is my rant about Teen Mom. And I hope that I gave you some insight. It's probably not. It's just my opinions. But I do think that MTV has enabled them a lot. And I think it started off with like Teen Mom struggling. And now they make so much money. They're not really struggling. And one thing I don't like about Teen Mom or any reality show now is social media always ruins it. We find out everything through social media. Whereas, like in Laguna days, the hills, even like early Jersey Shore, we didn't know anything because social media wasn't a thing. Even now, like with Stassi from Vanderpump Rules being engaged, everybody realized Kristen didn't like any pictures and then put it in her story like four days after it happened. So that's probably going to be something in the show. And I kind of wish that that was like a secret. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. This is an extra long podcast episode. I'm sorry I went on. So many rants, but I am going to try and make the episodes longer and I hope with like the clips, like the voice clips, it is longer and I hope you guys have an awesome week and like I said, just hug your loved ones a little bit tighter because it's really tough and I know like right now I'm going through kind of like a a downtime. I always get kind of in moods especially near the end of summer. Like August has always been a really tough month for me. My mom's coming at the end of the month. I'm really excited. So that week I will not have a podcast for you guys because I want to like hang out with her. (laughs) I haven't seen her since January. Thank you guys so much for always supporting. I really appreciate it. I hope you all have an awesome week and I'll talk to you guys next week. Let me know also like let me know if there's anything you really want me to talk about. I kind of like talking about like Laguna and then a show. I think it takes up a lot more time. But whatever. I mean, I'm down to kind of talk about whatever. I try and bring my personal life into it as well. Please make sure to rate and hit subscribe and make sure you follow Laguna Biatch. But have an awesome week, guys. Thank you so, so much for listening.